What's a shirt, you're asking? Because you're an alien. Well, I'll tell you. If you go to weaveconcerns.com slash shop, you will get two examples of human clothing that you can purchase and wear and bring back to your home planet to study. Or just blend in with the humans here. They'll never know the difference if you're wearing one of their human shirts. Yeah, if you're an arachnoid from planet really on seven, no one will know if you put a t-shirt over two of your eight legs. Weaveconcerns.com slash shop. I've been. I don't have anything. That, I don't have anything. <laughs> you don't have anything like that. I don't that. really have anything like that right now. This is we have concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. <laughs> Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hi, concerned citizens. <laughs> Man, we sure do love as human beings giving out advice. Yeah, that's like our favorite thing to do. Maybe. I I I think it might actually be because you feel so smart. Do you think you give good advice? I actually do think I give good advice. Right? Yeah. Me too. Is there anybody that would go, no, I give terrible advice? I think there are certain things. I think the key is knowing what areas of life you should be giving advice in. Yeah. You know, and if, and I think if, yeah. Uh, economic, economic policy. Oh, definitely. Um, woodworking. (laughs) These are all things that I'm good at. Geopolitical espionage. Um, super great at that. No, but I think, you know, as long as you stick to the areas of your expertise, you can give pretty good advice. Yeah. The thing is, uh, this is an article that I found in the, in the cut. Ooh, Uh, deep in the cut. It's a deep cut from the cut. Uh, and it's about why we don't take our own advice. We don't listen to ourselves. I'll hear myself telling somebody something and then I'll go, you know, that would really apply well to me. Yeah. Why haven't I ever done that? But why don't we do it? That's what's crazy. Idiots? Yeah, part of it. Is yeah. that the whole entire article? Is it just click on it and it goes because you're an idiot? Yeah, just listen to your own advice, stupid. <laughs> Something I have really noticed about myself is is I can give other people the the most simple, brilliant advice for certain for yeah. certain things like career stuff, for example. Oh, that's the one. That's the number one for me is career stuff. When I hear myself saying it. And then I go, why didn't I do that? Why I, I, I didn't do that for myself. Yeah. I'm prioritizing all the wrong shit. Why is that? And this thing in the cut says that it's a matter of perspective. Mm. We as humans, we've talked about this before, we're filtering machines, we're pattern recognition machines. Right. And when somebody comes from outside of our own consciousness and says, I have this problem, you tend to just listen to the high level of the problem, and that's all the information you need. Right. To solve most problems, you just need the basic information. Right. But what we do with ourselves is we, we have way more information we than we need. We have too much information. Also, I'm hungry, and I don't really feel like it. And like I, <laughs> I know that this is probably the right thing to do in this instance, but I did it three instances ago. Yeah. And even though those conditions were different in that instance, right. I feel like I just don't want to do that again because that one time it led to this. Ah, uh, so true, man. It's just all so of these true. weird little things in our head. It's just like, well, I know this is the right thing to do, but it's, it's not something that I personally believe in, maybe. You know, yeah, all of or these what di- if I fail at it? Yeah. That would feel uncomfortable. Oh. You never think about it. You never think about it when you tell somebody else, like, well, what if you fail at it? You'll, it'll probably feel shitty. <laughs> you never it'll go, probably feel shitty, and then you'll go do something else. <laughs> yeah. But yourself, you're like, I don't know if I want to. Yeah. So we, um, so Dan, Ar- Dan Ariely, who's written uh, a, lot of, a lot of rad books, uh, like Irrationally Yours, and You Are Not So Smart, and like all that's thinking fast and slow. He writes a lot of good 
pop neuroscience and pop psychology books. But um, so Dan Ariely uh, was mentioning something called the fundamental attribution error, mm-hmm. which is why we sort of can't take our own advice and why all this extra information comes in. And it's because we believe that we are special snowflakes. Right. We're a special little guy. Everybody right. else should just take the smart advice because it applies to most people. Right. But we're really they unique. They don't understand me. They don't get that we're sort of the chosen one. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know? Like, I'm sorry, but like, I have a destiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's so- <laughs> why the fucking secret works so well as a product. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, <laughs> look, listen, man, you just got to... No one knows inside you. Yeah, you just think about what's inside you, and it's gonna come to you, and that's like because you deserve it. Because you deserve it. You're gonna get us. You're gonna pull a sword out of the stone. You're gonna get a letter from fucking Hogwarts. (laughs) Yeah, like all this shit's gonna happen to you. Get the red pill or the blue pill. But it basically comes down to when something happens to us, it is circumstances. Mm -hmm. When something happens to somebody else, we think it is because of their own uh, shortcomings. Right, character, so character flaws. flaws for them, and and just happenstance for us. Because yeah. we're we're awesome, Psh, and the world sucks. When I'm I get into a awesome. car accident, wh- you know, why was that guy doing the stupid thing? I was. I'm just being me. I did the right thing. Yeah, I did the right thing at the right moment for me. In my experience, though, and that was running every stop sign on the way here. <laughs> I, I had some shit to do, but I was holding. I was honking my horn. I don't understand why that guy didn't hear me. Come on. Uh, in my experience, though, a lot of advice that I don't follow for myself, I think, has a much more negative slant. It's more, it's not so much I'm awesome and it, this doesn't apply to me. It's more like, ugh, I'm, I should have done that. I'm too stupid to do that. I'm too lazy to do that. I, I should have done it, but I'm, you know, it's more, it's not like, it's oh, I'm so awesome. I don't need to do that. It's right. more like, I wish I could. I wish I could just follow my own advice, but for some reason, I'm I'm a jackass who doesn't. So you think that you give yourself the right advice? Well, and I, well, I don't think and I don't think there's I don't think they're saying we don't necessarily give ourselves the right advice. Like our inner voice can sometimes like can say like, "Yo, this is the right thing to do in this situation." Right. Uh, but we kind of push the inner voice down in the moment because we're like, "Inner voice, this, I get what you're saying." Yeah. Like. Of course I should do that maybe in a lot of in a lot of cases but this is a different case. <laughs> yeah. This is not like that inner voice. Right. Or you know that thing where you go, "Hey man, all you got to do is buckle down and work hard." And then like cut to you're alone in your room and you go, "You know, if I just buckled down and worked hard, I could do some stuff." That's yeah. what I always tell people to do. Yes. But man, uh, the, the could, writer of the article sandwich. Yeah, the writer <laughs> of the article was talking about how uh people who are trying to write who get writer's block, say, what do I do about writer's block? And, and she was saying, uh, d- don't think you have to start at the beginning. Right. Whatever part of the, artic- of the article or the book or whatever that's in your head, write that down because you've already got that and you can just flow from that and the rest will come together. Mm-hmm. And she says she gives people that advice and then she goes home and she'll find herself tinkering with the first two paragraphs of an article for, right. two, and a half, for two and a half hours because that advice she gave was... For start, it was for other writers who aren't as good. It's <laughs> not right. for her. For beginners. I know my own process, and my own process is different because I'm a special man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's something called wise reasoning, um, 
which is kind of at the center at the center of this wise reasoning is sort of like the logical impartial sort of advice that we give other people you know mm-hmm. the stuff that doesn't get worked up in emotion because even what you're talking about is like feelings of like inadequacy or feelings yeah. of being down on yourself which also contribute to the problem because yeah. you see your patterns as one thing while people outside you see your patterns as another thing it's kind of related to imposter syndrome mm-hmm. right in that sense of like nobody under Nobody else knows what's actually happening inside my head. All they see is this thing and I don't actually belong here and I didn't deserve this and I don't I don't know what I'm doing. It's that it's that same thing happening on the flip side of like I can tell you how to do things because you don't experience the things that I experience yeah. inside. To be fair, with the imposter syndrome, um we maybe did not belong in that operating room. Now listen, sure that's what the authorities said. Listen, that's what the law That's states. what the law. The law would say maybe we're not doctors. But that's they don't know what's happening inside us. I have the soul of a doctor. I think you do. Thank you. Yes. And you know what? Maybe you don't have the hands no. or the skills no. or the knowledge of a doctor. Absolutely not. But, but I the think the soul is the most important part. That's it. It's like Rudy. It's like that yes. movie Rudy. Yes. You exactly. Just, Just try hard enough. You go through enough operations. Sure. You're going to be some mistakes. Yeah. Maybe. You know what? You're not going to score a touchdown every time. The other doctors are going to make fun of me in the locker room for killing somebody after the operation. Yeah, I mean, there's going to oh, be a lot really of... really screwed that one up, A lot dude. of ha-ha funny times yeah. from the other doctors pointing you don't fingers. Know the, you don't know a spleen from an appendix. Uh, Carboni's a shitty doctor. You know... Fuck you guys. That was, that was real funny, Dr. Baker, but who had the last laugh when we finally did get the spleen into that guy correctly? Yeah. And, you and know, the final surgery of the season, and we led the hospital to victory. That's we right. We still don't understand how this works. And hey, maybe nobody put us on their shoulders and carried us out of the operating room. But we did get carried out by two uniformed policemen. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. People were chanting our names. They were. But with die afterwards. And you know what? But That's it's just same. as good. It felt, they don't know how it feels inside me. I feel like we saved a lot of people. I mean, not as many as we killed. We killed way more people than we saved. Sure. But you know what? It's a rebuilding year is what they call that in a franchise. I know. Believe me. I know. As a 49er fan. I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is we got to keep being doctors. (laughs) we got to stop doing this. And that's advice coming from outside myself. Exactly. I'm telling you, the best advice is you should keep being a doctor. You're using wise reasoning. That's right. God damn it. Why are we sitting here recording a podcast when we could be doctoring the shit out of people? I don't know. We should be following our own advice here and just start doctoring. I Well, I would never tell anybody else to go be a doctor. Oh, no. God, no. I think that's very harmful and dangerous for society. I think you could be a doctor. Thanks. I've always felt that. Yeah. I've always felt that I was a doctor inside. You have a doctor's soul. Waiting to burst out. And you know what? I've always been curious if other people had doctors inside, which is why we cut them open and look. (laughs) We don't know where doctors come from. (laughs) We have no idea. We know where babies come from. We know what part of the human the baby comes out of. What part of a human does a doctor come out of? I I thought it was maybe the chest cavity. I don't know. I I just why I cut it open. How do babies work? I have no idea. When do they come in the night and replace them with the adults? <laughs> I don't know. I've been waiting for so long to watch that happen. Oh. <laughs> we have a lot to learn. I'm a real good doctor, though. <laughs> I know you are. Um, um, so here's the thing. When it, when it comes to giving and taking advice, they actually found um, that if you picture 
the advice that you're giving yourself, you have to picture yourself as a friend. Picture a friend oh, who... I'm not my own friend. <laughs> I would never hang I out with never, me. I wouldn't... If I was going to give myself one piece of advice, it would be like... Don't hang out with me. Don't hang out with that <laughs> shit bag. He never calls his mom and he pretends to be a doctor. Oh, sits on the guy. couch all time. What a I'll, douche. Why would anybody hang out with that guy? So anyway, so if I picture myself... <laughs> if you picture yourself as a friend, or you picture you're a friend in the same situation, and mm-hmm. what would you tell them? You tend to give yourself the better advice. They took two groups of people and uh, separated them, gave one knives and gave one <laughs> sticks with nails sticking out of them. No. <laughs> they took two groups of people and they asked them, hey, so this group of people, group one, your significant other has just cheated on you. What? What are you going to do? What is the advice that you are giving yourself? Then the hmm. second group, they said, yo, your friend's significant other has cheated on them. What do you tell them? That's a really awkward study when you're in a room and a, and a scientist comes in and is like, all of you, your significant other cheated on you. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, all of you. But this, is a, this is a hypothetical? I think Laura would never do that. Wait, you're dating Laura? <laughs> yeah, yes. Hey guys, uh, my girlfriend's name is Laura too. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, my my girlfriend's name is Laura. Okay, but there are a lot of Lauras in the world. Yeah, it's a really common name, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Laura Vanderbank? Okay, Vanderbank is less common, and my, my girlfriend's last name is Vanderbank. Hey, uh, my girlfriend's last name is Vanderbank. Laura uh, Ann Vanderbank. I think all of you should just settle Wait, down no, for a Laura second. Wait, no, Laura Ann, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I just wanted to tell everybody that, that your, your girlfriend's been cheating on you. This is not the study? Uh, no, this is just, these are all the people who Laura Ann Vanderbink has been having sex with. We just brought them into one room and thought they should all meet each other. And you're one of them? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, that's why I wanted to conduct this study. Guys, she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wearing a lab coat when I say that. <laughs> it's uh, so <laughs> done a lot of research in this area. Um, but they found that the group that was giving the advice to their friend actually gave advice that was, they don't, they didn't say better advice, but they said advice that came from a more logical, thoughtful place. Um, so if you can imagine a friend, which is hard for me because I have never had one, (laughs) but if you can imagine a friend, it's like, he's like purple and he's got a, he's got big floppy ears. (laughs) I'm imagining a friend. I'm imagining if I'm making up a friend on the spot, uh-huh. he's probably going to have a sword. Oh yeah, definitely like if a I'm sword. making up a friend on the spot. Yeah, and he's, he's got go- laser eyes. He's going to be a doctor. <laughs> well, inside. Yeah. <laughs> but so, you're, so in hard times, you're supposed to imagine not yourself. You're supposed to imagine a friend going through the situation, and give yourself like. As you think through your action plan, it is the action plan you would give a friend. Here's right. what I think is weird about this is if I would I would tend in that situation to imagine a really close friend. I don't have one, but I would try to imagine <laughs> right. a really close friend. Right. And I would think that I would know a lot about that friend's life. And maybe my advice would be not as bad, but still based on a lot of complications that I know about that person in their life. Right. But I still think you're... I mean, even if you give advice to even a family member, somebody mm-hmm. you know intimately uh, and you know all about their life Sober when they were up. kids. Yeah. You know that- That's my advice to every single one of my family members. <laughs> I'm 
sober up. Just fucking sober Why up, can't man? you take that advice, Walk though, Anthony? Because I'm special. <laughs> I'm special. And I'm also not drunk. <laughs> and we can finish this surgery while we finish the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, just keep your eyes on your work. You on keep your, work. your eye on what you're doing. I got my work over here. All right. Is this or is this not an artery? I have no idea. I don't understand why I got the bottom half. That's all I'm saying. I don't understand why we're operating on two men in a horse costume. <laughs> Where does this horse come from? I don't know. I thought there might be a horse doctor in here. <laughs> Isn't that just a veterinarian? <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. You I'm have to take an about. extra two years of vet school to be a horse doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Very highly paid. Horse specialization. Because <laughs> uh, I know you do that in massage school. You take you learn about horse doctoring and you, massage. School? You learn horse massage. <laughs> There's a special type of massage. You do equine massage. Oh, and you you learn regular human massage, and then you can take a special a specialization class for equine massage because horses need massages. I I feel like there's been a couple of times I've gotten a, I paid for a regular massage <laughs> and I got a horse massage. <laughs> I feel like that happened once or twice. <laughs> and I don't think it was my fault. <laughs> I think it's because you just keep going into random barns and asking for massages. Oh, well, if I was going to give you one piece of advice. I, yeah. I, I, listen, I've told other people don't get a massage in a barn, and yet I keep doing it. <laughs> I just see a barn and I think massage. I don't know why. You should never get a massage in a barn. But you know what? It's so close. I'm just going to. You don't understand what it's like to be me. <laughs> No, so you were you were saying though, if you were imagining a family member, right? Then I, I think if you imagine uh, even someone you knew super intimately, you knew every facet of their life, I still feel like I could give them and have given family members advice that I think is better than I would give myself because you follow know myself because you know how to filter out that stuff that they shouldn't be paying attention to. Yeah, exactly. I you know I'll I'll give my sister you know when she was. Younger, I would give my sister advice about love, right? Yeah. And that's, I think she's that's alone a- now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't ever fall in love. Um, no, I think that's the best example of something where you can tell somebody like, hey, that person's not right for you or, or you know, you got to just whatever. But for yourself, you're like, but I'm in love. And I'm always going to be in love and yeah. love is different and you guys don't understand. Listen, yeah. as always... The answer is to be a cold, emotionless robot and picture a human as something that is other than yourself. Yes. I think we've really hit on it. I think we've learned a lot today. Divorce yourself from emotions Mm -hmm. and be as cold and dead inside as possible. That's what keeps me going in the operating room (laughs) as I lose patient after patient. All the patients that we we end up operating on, they're also cold and dead inside. (laughs) And outside. Just in general. You know, after the surgery, really. Uh, ended on a dad joke, everybody. Ended on a dad joke. Hey, did you enjoy the show? I I really enjoyed this one hey, a lot. Thanks, man. I did too. <laughs> it was fun. If I had to give one piece of advice to everybody <laughs> out there, it would be if you enjoy the show, maybe go support us on Patreon. Oh, uh, we really appreciate that. That's the only way the show is sustainable is because people like you 
hear the show, enjoy the show, and then give us some uh, some value. It's value for value. All right. Get value from the show. You can give, give us, us a little scratch. Yeah, give us as much or as little as you like. If you give a little bit more, you get uh, some stuff like episodes a day early, uh, video hangouts with us, and extra bonus content. This month, uh, Andrew Gleason, who did the art for the game Titan Souls, did some amazing pixel so art uh, wallpapers for us. Did you see the guys that were using it for their, uh, their phone background? Yeah. That was rad. It's amazing. So we give out stuff like that, and if you love the show, uh, go check it out. Yes. Do it. Patreon.com slash we have concerns. Best advice ever. <laughs> <laughs>